but yeah, so Bobby, again, this was absolutely spur of the moment. Um, and I greatly appreciate you, uh, working with me and setting this up, downloading discord for the first time. So we could do this. I, I did it. I, and, and even got it functioning. That's even better that I was able to download it, get it to work. We actually got to have a conversation before this all started. I got AirPods in and they're Ooh. working. Right? Fancy. Right? This could get out of control from a technology standpoint here real quick. I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this. Oh, yeah. I'm not having a, a technology overload. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, and I actually, right before I text you and said, or right before you text me and said you had it downloaded, and I told you I was going to have an email to you with questions. I literally just sat there for five minutes. I was like, fuck, what are we going to talk about? So I was like, scribble, um, scribble, scribble. I am sure that regardless of any questions that you previously sent me, we would have something or could come up with something to talk about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, me and Al's have had our fair share of what the fuck moments. So I've had to come up with shit off the spur of my hip at times. Like if you go back and listen to our pilot episode, that was a shit storm and a half. Oh my God. It, it was amazing. I, I totally get where you're coming from. I, 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 in the podcast that I've done, done in the past to say we scheduled guests would be that, that would do a disservice to the term of scheduling, but yeah, it was, it was pretty much a, hey, we're going to put a microphone in front of you and let's go. I let's go. It. I mean, we've, we've had the kids on ours. We've had uh, anything from Green Berets and Marines all the way to, and you can imagine how that goes when you get a couple of Army and Marine guys together at the same time. And God damn, were those uh, five-hour podcasts? Pretty much. Pretty much. There was, there was a lot of... Uh, post editing that went into that just to try and get it so we could post it but and welcome to the madhouse presents group therapy where we talk about games argue about our different viewpoints dive into the strange or whatever we decide in the moment sadly owls is not here she needs a rest but i am joker your other host the other half of uh, mhp and today we are joined by our podcast sponsor Bobby Allman, who is owner of Warrior Axe Coffee. Thank you for having me. I, I, it's greatly appreciated to be here. Um, I, I prefer the term of I'm the HMFIC okay. for Warrior Axe Coffee because I have the HBIC who is also the other side of that. And uh, so, so we run this as a, a tandem team group. And this question was asked to me on, on I think it was a week ago, I gave a presentation uh, about Warrior Axe Coffee, and there were some people who didn't quite understand the term of HMFIC. Yes, please elaborate. Or the, or the or the HBIC. I had to explain both of those terms. So I'll do the PG version first, okay? 
the HMFIC is the head military figure in charge. That would be the politically correct way of putting that. For the rest of the world, that's the head motherfucker in charge. Yeah, and, and see, then the HBIC. Yeah, go ahead. What's that? I was gonna say, and see, we we aren't very PG here. Um, we Good. do say like we that. we we do cuss. Um, the only thing, of course, I mean. Military, you know, uh, keep it within EO and sharp, and we're good. You got it. You got it. And so the, uh, continue. Oh, yeah, I was I was giving this presentation to a business networking group, so obviously I had to. You had to censor yourself. Curb my enthusiasm a little <laughs> bit, okay? The, the sentence enhancers and uh, those kinds of things can't come flow quite as freely as you would like them to at times oh yeah and then the hbic for the pg people is the head beauty in charge but right for the rest of us that's the head bitch in charge and if you want to know how the ranking structure in that goes the hmfic definitely is number two on that totem pole so so that that that's a little bit about the background on my title as far as things are concerned yeah, yeah, definitely a smart man here that plans to keep his balls intact, ladies and gentlemen. Trying, trying. I, I, I get in enough trouble on my own. I, I don't need anybody else's help just for all of those out there in, in, in the cyber world. I hear you. <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you again um, for those in audio world that will be hearing an, a slightly edited version of this. I guess you could call it an interview. Um, sure. This sit down with our podcast sponsor, again, Bob, Bobby Allman. Uh, we talked previously and it was, oh, it was interesting. I mean, we got you at the spur of the moment. Um, again, Al's needed a break and she's joining us in chat. But as far as the podcast and then life, life gets in the way occasionally. And I told her, you know what? Take a break. It's fine. I'll figure something out. I mean, if anything, we'll just put it off a week. Who knows? Um, speaking of putting off a week, we were initially going to do a giveaway for one of the extra pounds of coffee because I am an idiot and did not correlate 16 ounces to a pound. Um, <laughs> that'll be fun. You need to listen to that part of last episode. <laughs> But um, we do have the extra pound of coffee here that we will be giving away to one lucky viewer who is following all three Twitch channels. My personal channel, NLMP, Owl's channel, Hoot 92 and obviously the podcast channel, the Madhouse Podcast. So that'll actually be happening next week where we will... Um, Basically, gather all the information and make sure you're following all three channels to be put in the running for the giveaway next week during the live recording of episode eight, as long as everything runs smoothly. Uh, but yes, so we got Bobby in. I messaged him, I think it was like 6 p.m. last night, and um, or at least I thought it was 6 p.m. Who knows? It may have been a lot later than that, uh, but... Then we got you... Time, time's relative. Time's yeah. relative. Yeah. What is time anyway, right? Right. So you you messaged me back today, and we uh, threw some stuff back and forth. What I want to start with is, um, who are you, and basically, what did you do before Warrior Axe Coffee? Well, 
who I am is kind of a complicated question. If we want to get into the to the the theory and and all of that stuff, um, that that'll that'll take up way more time and probably bore your listeners to death. But uh, so, who I am is I I am a regular everyday guy who who spent nearly two decades as a law enforcement officer here in South Carolina. Um, and about four years ago, uh, my father is a, a disabled vet from Vietnam. Uh, we were sitting around in his garage one night, like all brilliant ideas seem to happen. <laughs> with, with some adult uh, beverages, I'm sure. Yeah. With, with, with a bottle of whiskey. Hell yeah. And, and we got to talking about coffee. And what makes a good coffee and where do you get good coffee and and some of the other big name companies that are out there and how they got started and uh, some of them, how they managed to charge as much as they do for shitty coffee. And well, I, you know, halfway through that bottle, next thing you know, I'm on the phone with a uh, plantation owner in Central America and Guatemala, as a matter of fact, trying to figure out how the hell you get raw coffee beans and what you got to do to turn them from. a a very raw product into the finished product that we know as coffee in the United States. Well, actually coffee throughout the world, but Mm -hmm. um, you can imagine how that conversation goes with a guy who's a half bottle into whiskey and doesn't know very much Spanish. I mean, I can order a beer and I can ask where the bathroom is and I can tell Juan where the library is at. That's about (laughs) it. So, um, while I'm doing this, my dad is researching roasters. Well, how do you roast coffee? Mm-hmm. And neither of us at the time had any idea how deep that rabbit hole went. And if, if there's any coffee aficionados that are watching or listening, they can probably give you some insight into this, or to the rest of you some insight into this. But that rabbit hole goes very, very deep. If you thought there were a lot of flavors of beer, you haven't even scratched the surface when it comes to coffee. And I was very novice in this. I mean, uh, as, as a guy who drank coffee, I mean, look, I work night shift, right? Mm. We, we drank a lot of coffee and we drank a lot of shitty gas station coffee, mm. but I didn't know it was shitty coffee at the time. It just I didn't did know the job. Coffee until I had, right. Until I had good coffee. Uh, the flavor profiles on what you can get from coffee just, just absolutely astounded me and blew me away. So we ended up getting, you know, half a dozen sample pounds of raw coffee beans so we could start to try and figure out how to roast these things and and these different flavor profiles and what works for a good bean. And, man, even just trying to figure out what kind of roast somebody wants. Mm-hmm. You know, we're used to walking in the grocery store and you grab your Folgers off the shelf and that's that. Okay. But there's a whole lot more to that. There's a whole lot more to the grinds. Uh, This ended up being a a learning experience that both of us had no idea what we were getting into. But three quarters in uh, three quarters of the way into that bottle, we uh, we had coffee roasters on the way and raw coffee beans on the way. And, uh, you know, I guess the rest is kind of history. We ended up. um, I incorporated in. Well, I limited liability incorporated. Mm-hmm. somewhere around September or October of 2018 is when I formed the business. And when I formed the business, it was actually kind of twofold. 
which is one of those things we were going to get into a little bit later that we talked about. But uh, my background is primarily in fitness and training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very, very novice when it comes to coffee side of things. So I formed this business called All Fit LLC with the idea that I was going to continue along the lines of doing my training from a lot of different aspects. I do tactical training. I do fitness training. Those kinds of things that kind of coincide with my background as far as I was a 10-year SWAT operator, um, work gang unit, work narcotics, those kinds of things. And then um, transitioned into the education side of things when I was an instructor at the academy, the police academy. So I thought I would I'd kind of combine these things all under one business and try to run them as two separate businesses. Mm-hmm. What I what I found out at the time, so I had all fit coffee and I had all fit physiques, which was the training side of things. What I found out is that a lot of people thought my coffee was some kind of fitness coffee. Oh, okay. So, they were, so they were afraid to try the coffee because they thought this was some kind of, you know, it, to not go off on too many tangents, but the misnomers when it comes to nutrition and physical training and steroids and all of those things that come together. If you listen to the media, look, you've got no idea how that whole ball game works. I'll just throw that one out there right there. It's not as easy as sticking a needle in your ass. And then suddenly you're this monster. It doesn't work that way. Uh, But people had this impression that that's what the coffee was. I got so you. I had to end up kind of coming up with some brainstorming ideas and, and making sure I could separate those two businesses out. And that's where the warrior act side of things came from so that I could differentiate that from the training side of things. And the warrior and the axe again, kind of comes back to to background and what my primary target market was at the time. Oh, well, it still, it still is. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I cater both sides of my business a lot to first responders, to veterans, and to active duty military personnel, because that's where my heart lies. My wife's got 21 years in the military. She's an E8 right now. You know, my dad's a, a retired, well, he's a, a disabled vet from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. All of my uncles, for the most part, and we come from a good Catholic family, so you can imagine how, how deep that goes. Yeah, um, All of them have served at some capacity uh, along the lines. Both my grandfathers were, were World War II veterans. So th- this kind of service above self thing kind of comes into play quite a bit. And that's that, that's where a lot of that background came from. When I formed the company, I, I kind of followed a model that Black Rifle Coffee Company came out with. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, their initial idea was they, they wanted to employ 10,000 veterans. That was, that was why they formed the business. That's what they want to do. They succeeded in that goal. Mine was a little bit different. I never have and never have. And I, and I don't have the aspirations to become the size company that they have that just comes with headaches that I don't want. But um, I I definitely wanted to give back to those people who selflessly serve to us. What we came up with when we formed this company is that a portion of all of our sales were going to go to veterans or first responder organizations. Mm -hmm. And then another half, another part of that was that we were going to donate to uh, cancer research organizations as well. Anybody who ever goes on my website, you will find out that you've got two different options on there that you can choose from. Um, I don't have a lot of flavors as far as coffee is concerned. I keep it real simple, stupid. I, I apply that KISS model to yes. everything I do in business. But there are a couple of options. And one of those is used to be the Gary Sinise Foundation. It's now 
the Big Red Barn Retreat, which happens to be a part of the Gary Sinise Foundation. The reason I wanted to go with Gary Sinise in the first place was because, well, first of all, it's Lieutenant Dan, so how can you go wrong with that? Fuck yeah. I mean, it just you just can't. On top of that, Gary Sinise, of all the organizations that give to first responders and military organizations, almost every dollar that goes to him in a donation standpoint ends up going back out to veterans, military, and first responders. Um, where a lot of other companies, you kind of got to worry about, well, how is a CEO of a nonprofit organization making five, 10, 15, $20 million a year? Where's all that money coming from? Well, mm. that's the donations that you're giving to them that you thought were going to pick one, you know, and, I, uh, and I'm not going to call anybody out on that, but. Oh, uh, I know. I know exactly which foundation or what foundation you're talking about. Right. That's why I went with Gary Sinise. And what I had found out not too long ago is that there was a company here local to where you and I are at, which is called the Big Red Barn Retreat. Mm-hmm. It's just down the road from where I am. It's, you know, it's in Richland County. But what they offer is, is a program called the Warrior Path. And what the Warrior Path is, is it's a well, it's actually an 18 month program. But um, seven days of that, it's a, it's a seven day stretch initially that you end up doing is dedicated to post-traumatic growth Mm -hmm. people of our background understand training we don't understand getting help because what we do is provide help yeah um so for for people in our positions to go to your chain of command and say shit ain't right up here i need help that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. that's why we have the 22 a day that's why we have all these things that are going on because that's not something we do. We provide the help. We don't ask for it. So what the, the warrior path is, is that it's a training program. And how often do you go to training in your daily life? How often do, did, it, did I go to training? That's what we do, right? Yeah. We go to trainings all the time. So what the warrior path is about is it's about training people to deal with their post-traumatic stress and how to grow from that. And it's done here locally and it's available to veterans, to active duty military to pass first responders and active first responders. I couldn't think of a better place if I'm going to give a donation to try and help people than to something like that. Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of shifted gears as far as that's concerned um, and, and, went and, and went directly to them. They were already getting funding from the Gary Sinise Foundation. This is just a way for us to try and give a little bit more back to them. Um, and that's, that's not just open to people here in, in South Carolina, that oh, program yeah. is open nationwide they, and it's completely free for those people who are accepted into the program. They are flown in, they are housed, they are fed, they go through the training program. All of that is completely free. Uh, so, so that kind of fit with our mission as far as what, what my wife and I were trying to do as far as, uh, I don't want to say branding because it's not a branding thing. It's just something that's near and dear to our heart. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that, that we're giving a little something back to those people who have who've laid it all on the line for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those who led and, the way. Absolutely. Right. And then <clears throat> what that did is it, it, it also kind of where the other side of that comes into. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of dumb luck that I ended up, getting involved in this program but somewhere around 2000 and 2000 or 2008 2009 uh as as a member of 
of the police department, local police department here, uh, we got invited to be part of this fundraising event called St. Baldrick's. Mm-hmm. And what St. Baldrick's is, for those people who don't understand this, it is a childhood cancer research organization who, very similar to the Gary Sinise Foundation, almost, you know, like 99 cents out of every dollar, and I'm probably off a little bit on that, but uh, the vast majority of the money that is collected by this organization actually goes to childhood cancer research. Yeah, and... At the time, I was... Oh, I was I'll... Yeah, so with St. Saint, Saint Baldwick's especially, I, I love the program. I've been following it for many, many years. Matter of fact, one of the first times I actually chose to shave my head bald when I actually had hair um, was roughly about, I want to say 2009 or 10, uh, when we still had some uh, sports bars open that are no longer open in downtown Columbia where they did it every Down on year. The Vista? Yeah. Where they did it every yeah, year. The railroad tracks. Yep. yep. And that's exactly where I got into it at. And I got my head shaved for the first time. I actually cried happy tears because they had, um, some children that would directly benefit from that particular fundraiser, um, who were in need. And it was wonderful to see that it actually went directly to someone that really needed it and they had proof of it and what um what they were saying at the time it was roughly 98 cents of every dollar was going to the actual program to the actual children to pay their bills to help uh their families that don't necessarily have the funding to put their child through that um right so even after care in in that aspect as far as when they leave the hospital from receiving the treatment they're assisting these families with the proper care that the child or infant or whatever any i think it was up to 17 or 18 i believe is what they cover right and with aftercare food particular foods beddings laundry transportation everything and The other two cents on every dollar goes to them being able to fund these types of benefits that they do to help rent out locations and whatnot. Um, Most everybody that participates as a vendor is voluntary. Like they don't, they don't ask for money. They don't get paid. Anybody who's part of the program doesn't get paid during these events. So it's all, uh, everything goes to a purpose and it is not wasted and it doesn't go in anybody's pockets. Right. And, and I'm right there with you. That's one of the things that, that I absolutely loved about the organization and, and to kind of backtrack a little bit here, the reason for that is my dad is, is a, a cancer warrior. He got diagnosed in 1998. He's been fighting ever since. Um, And he, he has not gone into remission yet. He's still fighting. Uh, to this day. So uh, that's a background on it. My mom is a stage four lung cancer survivor, never smoked a day in her life, got stage four lung cancer. Mm. Um, Aunts, uncles, things like that. So as far as cancer warriors and cancer survivors are concerned in our family, uh, that is another aspect. And And that's why we went with those two particular organizations as far as, um, uh, as far as donations from our company that we yeah. wanted to to make sure that we were being a part of, uh, I, I can't 
as far as people who are willing to sacrifice their lives to protect our freedoms and people who had no choice in the type of disease that they have, uh, th these are the ultimate warriors. And we talked about a little bit of our Norris pagan background on this. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who go to Valhalla. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, just hands down. If, if you want to look at, at, at what Odin and the Valkyries are going to come get, there's no better example of warriors than those two groups of people right there. And, and that's, mm. uh, that, that's where the warrior act side of this thing kind of really starts to come into play. Um, oh, when man. I separated out those two different businesses, um, I, look, I had my DNA done. I am right off the fucking longboat. All right. <laughs> my, my wife is right off the longboat. Matter of fact, for a minute, when we got our DNA stuff back, we're like, holy shit, can wait. Do we got to like take this a level deeper? Cause there's a half chance we're related. Yeah. Um, oh, fortunately, oh, oh, oh. fortunately it's, I know it's South Carolina, not there yet. Okay. There's a lot of, lot of degrees of separation in there. So yeah. we're good to go. Um, but that, that's where the or, warrior act side kind of comes from. And if anybody who's jumped on the website or anybody sees the logo, you'll notice that the, the logo is a, a coffee cup with the beard. Yeah. Paying a little bit of homage to our Norse roots. And then the two battle axes behind it, because that's that traditionally that's what our, our Norse and, and Viking brethren and, and sisters used when it came to fight their battles. And my wife and I, that's what we exchanged at our wedding was yeah. battle axes. I know you can't really see the, the Twitch page right now, but I do have the logo placed above you on the screen okay. for everybody that's watching at twitch.tv backslash the madhouse podcast. And then also uh, we will be providing the links in the show notes at, for the audio audience. So if you want to go check it out, uh, feel free. It'll be warrioraxcoffee.com. Uh, but yeah, no, that is awesome. And I love it. A lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, you're just a skinny white boy. Well, I mean, yes. And I'm Scotch Irish. But what if you look at the the known history right now, even the Northern Isles of Ireland, Scotland, even uh, the Northern UK all got settled at some point by the Scandinavians. And absolutely. Really, they're they're adventurers, they're voyagers. It, there's currently some debate right now that the Scandinavians were some of the first European settlers in the American continents as well. So that's even before Christopher Columbus himself sailed well, the ocean blue. If, if we want to, if we want to believe carbon dating, Leif Erikson founded North America as far as Europeans are concerned. Yeah. Um, now where he landed is still up for a little bit of debate. Some people say it's Massachusetts. Some people say it's up into Canada, but whatever. I mean, they're finding artifacts that are carbon dated from 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 his voyages to the United States. So, yeah, I think that was that, around the 900s or so, like at the height ooh, of the Viking ooh, Age. Right. Yeah. This is you know after they discovered Greenland and Iceland and and all the stuff that took place in in the 700s and 800s as far mm -hmm. as. Uh, the British Isles and stuff like that are concerned, but yeah, it, it's it's a very very interesting history. Uh, just to kind of bring this back to gaming a little bit, uh, our <laughs> oldest son is is a huge fan of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Is it Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, one of and, the and, one of the games that I have yet to finish. It, sadly, I've been at I've been I bought it as soon as it came out, 
And I love Assassin's Creed just simply for their ability to integrate fiction and what is known as fact in all of their franchise. I mean, if you look at it, some of the Christians have Assassin's Creed to thank for the rebuilding of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take a look at even popular TV shows. Oh, um, <laughs> Vikings. The, the TV show Vikings, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, granted, there's there's some creativity to that, and there oh, are yeah. people that'll say that you know Ragnar wasn't quite what Ragnar was portrayed in there. But I am absolutely thrilled, and even even going into the Marvel universe and things like that. Um, again, there's some artistic licenses taken with it, but the integration of those kinds of things into into modern society and, and giving a little bit of historical base to mm-hmm. to that stuff is. I, I think is a great thing as far as education and, and things like that, giving people a little bit of insight into into what some other belief systems were prior to to Christianity really becoming a, a powerhouse throughout the world. You know, it's amazing for those people without getting really deep into a theological discussion here. But if if you go back and take a look at a lot of things that we celebrate as far as popular Christian holidays are concerned and things like that, mm-hmm. they're actually integrations of pagan traditions. Oh, yeah. And, and it's amazing how those things kind of line up throughout history. And it's not just Viking stuff. If you if you take a look at a lot of the different odysseys, if you will, if you want to go into that, there's a lot of oh, similarities yeah. between Greek mythology and and Viking mythology and, and a lot of that stuff that kind of really ends up tying together. And uh, it, it's really, really cool, uh, especially for the younger people out there to, to really expand your horizons a little bit and kind of take a look into those things and, and see what it's, what it's about, what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it kind of opens your eyes into some things. And what I like to point out too, is that is also another reason why um, between myself and baby mama, we reached out to Bobby because her and him were in connection, I think through her brother primarily is, and then of course the coffee aspect. I was like, Oh, okay. I looked into it. I was like, Hey, ask him about this. See what he thinks about this. And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? At least that's what I remember it, how it going. Yeah. Look, my memory is shot anyway. I get hit in the head a lot. So, um, yeah, that that's... It sounds about the, right. The extent of it. Yeah, that's that's right in the ballpark. Absolutely. So With that connection, that's how we found Bobby and reached out and asked him, hey, would you be willing to? I mean, we're doing this and we would love to help a wonderful product, especially with what you were representing. Ever since, I mean, I grew up on Forrest Gump, uh, uh, Gary Sinise, of course, like you said, being Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. That's and, right. And then, of course, me being in the military now for, God, 19 years. September will be my 20th inactive or just 20th service year. And I still got like five-ish, five to seven active years left before I can start pulling my pension immediately instead of uh, waiting. Waiting, sat- yeah for 30 years for the inactive pension to kick in. But um, reading into the website and seeing the history, of course, your wife being a veteran, you being law enforcement and first responder and finding, oh, you might actually know my sister. Uh, She's been in law enforcement since 97, so which she's now, her and her husband both are at the academy as well. And lo and behold... I did. And I worked with both of them at, at, at various points throughout all of our. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, it, it's a small world when it comes to all that, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so Al's was actually mentioning this is something. Uh, as far as a first podcast subscriber exclusive, so is because um, eventually what I want to do is through Red Circle, who is our RSS host, I want to set up exclusive rewards for uh, recurring subscribers to the audio podcast and also our Twitch channel. So being a subscriber at any tier on either platform will be a, an exclusive movie night where myself and Al's will go through and watch certain types of movies, whether it be gaming related or in this case, Forrest Gump. We can watch that as an exclusive since it does tie into the podcast. And of course, our sponsor uh, with Bobby talking about the Gary Sinise Foundation and the Big Red Barn Retreat, right? Big Red Barn Retreat. You are correct. Mike. Yeah, so that could be one of our first things once I set up um, at least the first level tier on Red Circle so that that'll be an option. You can go subscribe over there for a recurring price. And I will. what I will do is match up the Red Circle to the uh, Twitch subscriber prices so that they marry or mirror each other at least closely. Um, but again, everything that we own as far as subscriptions will go back into the community will go into helping us make the podcast better and also um in addition to that helping uh our fellow brethren in their uh donation goals as well if they have anything that they want to do so we'll actually hopefully be getting to that very soon yeah al said she loves the coffee and she's helping us out in chat with uh all the lovely administrative duties of talking about the giveaway again um this will we're going to push it back for anybody uh listening in audio land i'll make sure i include this in the podcast itself but also on twitch 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 you must follow all three channels to be eligible for the free pound or 16 ounces of lovely 16? dark roast. So, and it's got a scoop included. That was one thing that surprised the hell out of me. That's something I haven't seen yet. So, Bobby, good job on that, including that, scoops. No, that was 100% the wife's idea on that one. She came up with that one. I said it was a great idea, and, and she executed that flawlessly oh yeah and it makes total sense it's just not one of those things i thought about i'm like yeah you need a scoop to fill up your coffee stuff why not yeah yeah oh yeah so she's uh owls is a uh a hoodie fiend so i was thinking about like talking to you here in the near future um about doing a collab design because i also do graphic design like if you look on my personal channel and some of the other Madhouse streamers, a lot of the graphics I did. Um, so we, I definitely want to do a collaboration between the two of us since you have a proper uh, merch type store. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm all about I'm all about networking. And, and when it comes to and we're all kind of small business and entrepreneurs when it comes to this and for anybody out there and again I, I gear this towards the younger generation but if you're looking to be self-employed and, and become an entrepreneur and get into those things believe me it's a it's a whole different world out there and if you have aspirations of 
of becoming rich by doing this. Um, hmm. More power to you. I hope it works out for you. But yeah. most of us are just looking to pay our bills and survive and do what we love to do. So, oh um, yeah, yeah. When it comes to networking, there's nothing better. That, that, that's the name of the game when it comes to business and, and stuff like that. So yeah, collabs like that and stuff. I'm I'm all for. Okay, so uh, before we get back into the directed, because, I mean, you've already answered three of my five directed questions, and one that I came up with about the foundations were while you were talking, so you're, you're leading this conversation very well. well you, you asked me one com- one question, and I gave you 56 minutes worth of content, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> I you told did. you I'm, I'm not short for words when it comes to that stuff. All right, so... Um, uh, baby mama was asking as far as recommended for 12 cups, how many scoops do you personally recommend from your blends? Well, here's the deal. I don't use my scoops. I know that's, <laughs> you just pour it in, but don't you? I do. I, well, here's the deal. Um, we don't have a traditional coffee pot in the house. We actually have a Keurig, but we, we use refillable pods for our stuff. I, I know, I know you're what? By the way, I do offer pods for those of you out there in, in Twitch land that are listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we do pods, but I do refillable ones because I get to control how much is in there. Mm-hmm. I actually, if you wanted to measure it out, it's probably about two and a half scoops per 10 ounce cup of coffee that I, I put in mine. So I like mine flavorful. Yeah. If yeah. you will. Yeah. See, uh, baby mama, she likes to put it as a light load and I like to pack it down considering because right. like if you do like a quarter scoop like what I just did before this stream I this is what I've been drinking is the dark roast anyway love it because um, like you said earlier you mentioned black rifle coffee that was my favorite brand of coffee like I tried death wish I've Folgers all of that but Black Rifle was my favorite, especially the blue line blend that they have, which I mm-hmm. think equivalates to about a medium roast. Well, oh. I'm glad that you brought up blends. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold that thought. We're going to yeah, get to hold it. Hold that thought. Hold okay. that thought. Um, but yeah, so um, that was my, my go-to. Like We still have two bags of Black Rifle before we started getting, because it was, it was getting a little bit, we were running out and I was like, we need coffee. Cause I drink coffee all day, every day. No, like, I'm, with you. I'm in the same boat. So, um, she went, the only thing I switched to in the afternoon is I add whiskey to my coffee. So see, I add rum. There we go. Yeah. Oh, by <laughs> the way, your medium blend. Cause I think that's what you sent us the first time around. Uh, fantastic with both Kraken rum and bamboo rum. Well, see, now we need to get additional sponsors on this show for you since you're going ahead and throwing that out there. Oh, I always throw Kraken. Any, <laughs> between those two rums, those are my favorite rums. Trust me, if I could get a Kraken sponsorship, I would uh, absolutely die. Be set, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I don't even have to get what, what the streaming world calls that partner level. That's the ultimate dream. Give me a rum sponsor. That's what. That's when I know I've made it. <laughs> The pinnacle of your career. I get it. Yes. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I mixed those. But yeah, I when, it, when she brought me this or when, that day that you brought it over and we didn't know you dropped by, 
Um, I tried it that night and I fell in love with it. Honestly. I mean, I love this coffee. That's awesome. I, I mean, there's nothing more that you want to hear than your product than, is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's appreciated. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate compliment right there. So I, I, I'm truly humbled by that and I appreciate it. And we're going to continue to, to try and put out a quality product. And when we go back to, you know, going back to, to, VRCC, one of the things that, you know, their goal was to employ so many people. But when you get to that size, inevitably, you're going to lose some of your quality control. Because like you, mm-hmm. many moons ago, I was a huge Black Rifle Coffee Company fan. And I'm still a very big fan of the company. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong on that. Um, uh, but, but when you're producing that much coffee, that's where blends start to come into play. I don't blend anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a blend is, is that's taking various types of beans and combining them into a single package of coffee, if you will, just to kind of simplify that. Everything I do is a single source coffee bean. Yeah. So there, there's not a blend of various coffee beans in there. It's it's one one coffee bean that I roast four different ways. I either do it as a light, a medium, a dark or an extra dark roast. And that's where that kiss philosophy comes into play. I don't see a need to go out there and try and complicate this thing and make it, uh, you know, more convoluted than it has to be. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's focusing on a quality, high quality coffee bean that offers great flavor through all of those different roasts. And and going back to what we were talking about in the first hour, that rabbit hole goes very very deep when you start talking about the different flavors that come out of a coffee. Yeah, the coffee beans that I choose, I choose them specifically for a reason because they are very similar in their flavor profiles. Uh, in those lighter and medium roasts, you're gonna get some fruity overtones to it. Some red apple, some passion fruit. Some of those things are some of those flavors you're gonna pick up. And then when we get into those darker roasts, you start getting into some more caramel overtones or chocolate overtones and things like that. And that's really why I love this, this bean that I use because it allows me to roast all of those flavor profiles with a single bean and still produce a quality product for, for our consumers. And, um, you know, really at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is I want to make sure my mission statement is to provide the best tasting coffee hands down. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. By the way, that you just finally kicked it in, in my brain. It's like the light bulb went off fucking chocolate. That's the cocoa is what I'm tasting in this particular dark roast. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was it's like, that, what, what is that beautiful bitterness that it, it's coming out of it? Yep. And, and, it, and, fucking and that, cocoa. those roasts don't, don't have that, that bitter. Now people think cocoa, they think chocolate, they're thinking milk chocolate. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, that's, that's sugar and milk. That's what you're tasting in milk chocolate. But, yeah. um, and that's what I love about this bean that I use is that in those lighter roasts, the lights and the mediums, you don't get that, that distinctive, bitter flavor that you get with a lot of of inferior coffees mm-hmm. now you'll pick up a little bit of that as you get into the darker roast because that's just the the acid being released from the bean yeah um but uh, yeah i i'm with you i just i and i drink all of them i you know I, i'll bounce between them obviously i'm in a little better position than most people to do that yeah uh, well, i mean you do it your damn self you, it's like a cook in a in a in a kitchen you don't sit there and serve something to someone without quality control. 
Absolutely. And then I do a lot of quality control when it comes to that kind of stuff. So. And that's what I kind of expected us to have an agreement on. It's like myself and Al's help assist in that quality control from Absolutely. a third party and aspect. I would fully expect if you said I'm slipping in my in my quality control processes that you would let me know so I can so I can make those adjustments. Oh yeah. Yeah. That no, I'm kidding, but like, oh yeah, this last batch was absolute shit. It was bitter on the light. What the hell are you doing, Bobby? Come on. <laughs> get your head out your ass. Exactly. That's that's what I expect, and I want to make sure that's what I hear if that's what happens. Oh, I I give you my word. Awesome. That's that's what I want to hear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that, that's where it goes. Um, just for a point of reference out there, this is just a little something that I like to do for coffee trivia. You guys can throw this out when you go to the bar and you want to win free drinks. That oh, ask people what. Um, first of all, there's two things. What kind of roast gives you the most caffeine? If most I, of us from a public service or military background go, man, we want that coffee to look like motor oil. That's what's going to keep me awake. Your yeah, darker roasts actually have less caffeine. less caffeine than your lighter roasts. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And look at that. We got a couple of people popping in there. Yes. Wastelander, Owls has got it in there. You're right. It's the light roast. Uh, yeah. What happens when you roast a coffee bean is that it actually releases an oil. Mm -hmm. uh, the darker you roast it, the more more oil is released. And what happens is that um, that caffeine actually ends up coming out of the bean and you don't get it in your cup of coffee the darker that roast goes. So, uh, you're, yeah, Al's, you're right. It's The stronger roast gives you a different kind of flavor and usually a stronger flavor than, than the lighter roast. But if you want to win a bar bet, there's one. The other one that I love is I get a lot of, of emails from people saying, you need to start doing an espresso. You need to start doing an oh, espresso. Oh, oh, oh. Espresso is not a roast, guys. Yeah. Okay? Espresso is a grind and a process in which you extract the flavor from that grind. So you can have an espresso in a light roast, a medium roast, a dark roast, an extra dark roast. It's not a roast. It's how you grind the bean. And that's the pressure that you use to extract the flavor with the water. So yeah. there's a couple of things uh, for those of us that are old enough. This is Saturday morning cartoons on NBC. The star coming across, the more you know. Yeah. Um, another fun fact that I, I found out, the most expensive coffee in the world actually comes from the feces of a bat that has eaten coffee beans. And a raw coffee bean, yep. Has eaten it's digested, the digested and pooped out. Yep, They're, they have goats that do that. They have pigs that do that. They have a couple of different animals that do that. I do not do that. Just for yeah. point of reference, that's not a coffee bean I choose to get. For one, economically, it makes zero sense to me to try and do that because isn't I'd that an Amazonian bat that does that? That they consider the most expensive coffee blend. I couldn't. Even, I know in the Middle East that they use goats to do that. Yeah, um, and, and that's kind of one of those high society type things if you want to call it that yeah you're it, it's shit coffee you're absolutely right yeah um well, i would one of the things i would love to try is actually hawaii has from what i understand some phenomenal flavored coffee beans but at 25 or 26 dollars per pound holy shit for raw, for raw coffee beans holy hell yeah, I'm gonna be. Um, I'll be waiting on that one. So, Fuck, why don't we I mean, just grow imagine. our own? You know what? We, 
Nikki and I have talked about that, about trying to, why can't we grow coffee beans here? I, th I think it has a lot to do with the soil. If you look at, at Central America and, and South America, where a lot of these are grown, it's high volcanic stuff. Yeah, A true. lot of volcanic ash, which then adds a certain, you know. Fermentation uh, to the soil or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, and, and from what I understand, and, and again, I'm a very novice when it comes to how coffee beans are actually grown. They just ship them to me and I roast them. Um, your soil profile actually has a lot to do with the flavor of the bean and the elevation at what at which it's grown. So hmm. a lot of these plantations are 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 feet above sea level, which for you and me in, in this general area, that's just, look, we got places in this state that are 200 feet below sea level. So, yeah, yeah, true. Um, uh, you know, getting to those kinds of elevations and particularly the areas that we live in, you know, the, the sandy soil that we have, I don't know that it would ever produce. I mean, it's weird. We can't grow coffee here or we typically don't, but rice, marijuana, Venus flytraps, they all grow right. naturally here, but we can't grow coffee. Like what the fuck is wrong with this world? Why did we <laughs> choose a swamp for farming area and can't grow coffee? Hey, but we can grow the shit out of tobacco around oh, here. So hell yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly say I do miss it, but I don't miss it at the same time. No, I'm a I'm a well, I, I quit dipping years and years and years ago, but I will still uh enjoy a cigar. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every now and then. So that's that's that and, and whiskey happen to be the, the couple of vices that I have left. Mm-hmm. And um I still I use nicotine. Yeah, I still use nicotine, of course, coffee and alcohol uh, between whiskey and rum are my two vices as far as the alcoholic beverages of choice. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but nicotine is definitely my go to. I vape now, so it's aesthetically pleasing. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess you could say because it doesn't. Right necessarily tar my teeth or my lungs but it still isn't healthy by any stretch of the imagination yeah and it smells better i don't stink anymore so that's a good thing and that, that's it we just got my wife walked into that conversation and just gave me the look from across the room like what in the hell are you guys talking about everything <laughs> everything it smells better that's right everything uh, yeah, so, you know, there's a couple of bar bets for people. Um, it's funny that we were sitting here, and I know we're kind of backtracking a little bit, mm -hmm. but I don't know if you can see this, but I found my commander certificate. Oh, snap. That happened to have just been sitting here. So I'm the night commander as far as the bald table is concerned for, for St. Baldrick's. I've been involved for, well, like I said, since 2009, so – um, I just thought it was, I looked down there when I, when Nikki brought me my laptop and I set it down and I went, son of a bitch, we were just talking about that. And there happens to be sitting my certificate. So hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to, I would love for the community that we have here between Twitch. Cause we have viewers from all over the globe right now. Um, I know just in my channel alone, I have viewers all over the United States, Canada, um, Australia and all over the EU. Um, 
and we have listeners according to the analytics that are uh netherlands our people uh swedes bulgarian and canada of course and quite a few downloads throughout the united states as well but i know we do have we need to have a serious conversation here bobby because we've got some canadians that want some coffee and you don't ship there currently uh I have shipped to Canada. I'll have to jump back in here with using the e-commerce setup that I have. I go through them and those things are constantly changing, particularly in today's political environment. Yeah. With what goes where, because I have shipped to, I have shipped to London before I have, obviously I've shipped to the middle East, but those were all, um, you know, bases and, and stuff like that. But, um, American Canada before as well, but I know there's, there's some hinky stuff going on when it comes to to particularly the import of consumable products uh, and food type stuff. Some of that stuff gets changed up quite a bit, and I try to keep up with it. But for my, for our, uh, our our brothers and sisters up north, let me do some work on that this week, and I'll see if I can get that that rectified and make sure we can get that over to you. Yeah, and I can almost guarantee if I spread the word to to our group out in the big blue yonder out west um i'm pretty sure we can get you some orders in australia as well that would that would be cool as shit i don't know what the shipping cost would be to get it there but um i'm all for it and again i i i don't want to dive into politics because that'll take us down a rabbit hole that I definitely cannot go into because I'm still active in service. And that's exactly why I don't want to go down that road. And then yeah. the commanders and chiefs are pissed off and you're having to go in and talk to chains of command and stuff like that. So I don't <laughs> want to go down that road. But um, the, over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of ebb and flow when it comes to that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I would love to get stuff to people and I'll do everything I can to try and get it there. Uh and bear with me a little bit on that stuff. So. And if nothing else, what we can do until that situation is uh, fixed properly, um, if we want to, between the communities that are attached to the gaming side of this, if you want, uh, reach out to me and we can work it out to where I can get it shipped to me and then I will personally ship it to you directly if you want some of the coffee and of course like i said i'm gonna try and uh, see if i can swindle bobby into an extra pound for giveaways each month or even each every other week or so uh maybe we can uh swindle that here oh, in yeah. the near we can, future we can definitely have an offline conversation we'll get that all figured out without a doubt i want to do anything i can um to help everybody involved uh without obviously yeah driving yeah. myself into the poorhouse but Oh, yeah, no, definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> but... Old Smoky Moonshine? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried that one yet, but... Damn, now that makes me want to try something. I mean, granted, Old Smoky Moonshine is very diluted compared to r- the real thing. I but... mean, it's not white lightning. I mean, I mean, we are in South Carolina. Look, they made an entire TV show about people. Mm, yes. But anyway, 
Yes. Um, anyway, um, all right. So <laughs> let's get back into the structure question. So I've got two left. Of course, you've got them in front of you, I'm sure. But let's uh, take them step by step. So let's try to control ourselves, okay? All uh, right. Stretch it out just a little bit because normally I have about two hours. I'm expecting less than that with uh, with the way we've had this conversation so far. I mean, we've, <laughs> we got a lot of fun bullshit in there, but hey, it is what it is. All right. Sure. So the uh, second to last of our structure questions is where do you plan on going from here with uh, your endeavors as far as Warrior Axe Coffee? Like, what is your overarching goal? My, my overarching goal, and, and it's, it, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because there's some, some things that are coming down, hopefully coming down the pipeline, particularly for our active duty military people. Um, what, what we have done and, and what is eventually going to happen is that I'm actually going to compare I'm not going to say completely step away from warrior acts, but Nikki is going to move in and basically take over um, all of the day-to-day operations of warrior acts coffee. Once her retirement is complete Mm -hmm. and that that's going to happen. We'll say within the next year for sure, maybe a little bit before that, but what we've done is we've actually applied to the department of defense to become a skills bridge company. Ooh. Oh, so for those who don't know what we're talking about as far as skills bridge is concerned, you can stick your head in here, come in and say hi. Yes, no, no, please. No. Please. I- I'm asking. Yes. So there there is the HBIC right there. Um, what what we want to do is we want to bring those individuals who are getting ready to uh, separate from service, whether that's through retirement or through the end of their contract, whatever it is, we want to bring them in and start teaching them fundamental business skills and things like that, things that are going to help them transition effectively into civilian life. And, and really that's where we want to go. We would love to set up, uh, and that is in the, in the five-year plan. We want a brick and mortar building to do this all out of right now. We do this all out of our house. Mm -hmm. Everything we do is out of our house and everything we do is online. We've started to expand into the retail market a little bit. We've got some local businesses who are starting to carry our product and sell out of there. But we want to be very careful about how we do that because what I don't want to happen, and it goes back to our conversation about Black Rifle Coffee Company, is I don't want to lose that quality control. One of the things that we pride ourselves on is that our our coffee is roast to order. So we don't have hundreds of pounds of this roasted up and sitting in a warehouse. When we get an order in, we roast it, we either grind it or package it, and then we send it out. So you're getting extremely fresh coffee. And I think that's one of those things that leads to the great flavor that we provide. Mm -hmm. So what we don't want to do is lose that, but we still would like to expand into the retail market a little bit. Um, We've got some local grocery stores that, that we're working with to carry our product. We've got some smaller independent stores in the area that uh, are carrying our product now but that still allows us the opportunity to go ahead and make sure that it's very fresh product, rotate our product through, make sure that our consumers and our customers are, are getting the best quality coffee out there. Um, but that, that's one of those things that we want to do is we want to expand that out. And yeah, it, we would love it. That's one of those things we're trying to pick up too. I would love for mm. a local craft brewer so, to make a coffee lager. 
So here's a fun thing. If if uh, so, when my, myself and baby mama we're getting ready or we're planning our uh, wedding, and it's going to be a Norse pagan wedding, um, and we are actually brewing, or I say brewing, but um, fermenting our own mead for the wedding. Phenomenal. So we're going to have a dunking barrel after the binding ceremony, and we're going to our Basically, our first kiss is going to be right after we take our first dunk of our mead. Uh, and then, of course, the barrel will be open to everybody after that. Um, so that maybe we can uh, work some stuff out if if we uh, get some good uh, some good mead running. Piggly Wiggly. Sorry, man. Owls yeah. just brought yeah. up Pig- Piggly Wiggly. Is there even a Piggly Wiggly around anymore? Absolutely there is. No, that's an idea. No, ah. there is absolutely some pigs running around uh, Columbia area right now. We went to one because Al's came up for a visit, and uh, we went to a pig. She went to her first Piggly Wiggly ever. I imagine that was an experience for her. Oh, absolutely. She bought like three different <laughs> things that had the freaking pig on it. Like the negative Walmart. No, the negative Walmart, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, we're actually looking at Lowe's food stores. That's who we're. Oh yeah, present. absolutely yes. Um, but there, there are a couple of local brewers that have expressed some interest. We just haven't ironed out the details on that, but mm-hmm. yeah, if we get that one, um, that John and Kimberly over at random tap, uh, for those of you who are mm-hmm. in anybody who's listening in this area are, are phenomenal supporters of us. And they're, they're really want that too, is to try and get some kind of, um, coffee brew going. And I, I would love it. There are some local brewers who have already done it, but they've contracted with some other coffee companies. And, uh, you know, we're just not able to. Yeah, so they, an, another local group, um, Savage Craft. We actually know some people that manage uh, the Savage Craft downtown right off of number mm-hmm. one. So maybe we could uh, throw some uh, networking in that direction as well. I would love for you to throw it out there, but I believe they use Loveland Coffee already for theirs. Uh, yeah, damn. but that's all right. I mean, I'd be I'd be more than happy to undercut them if I could. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, we're talking to our sponsor for anybody still watching um, or listening, of course, that may join or scroll through the episode. But yes, this is Bobby Allman uh, for anybody in Twitchland. Twitchylvania, as uh, or however Owls puts it, um, but this is Bobby Allman. The wait, hold on, let me see if I remember. How did you put it again? I'm the HMFIC. HMFIC, and yes. the non PG version of that represents what? The head motherfucker in charge. There you go. And uh, if you joined us shortly before uh, Atari, his wife, who is also a part of the wonderful. Uh, group is the veteran side where he is the leo side um she was just showing face for a little bit we talked her into it so yeah she's in, she's in the background over there still listening to us just trying to keep these this pack of mutts we got quiet over here because oh uh, yeah understand like the Rachel, but yeah the, the hbic is definitely in charge <laughs> in charge yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that's really where we want to go. She's she also has some aspirations of kind of setting up um, a small drive-through 
pick up a coffee and go type place. Um, nothing too fancy. Just pull up, get your cup of coffee, get on your way. Yeah. And um, Maybe. So those are some of the, the plans that we we were in discussion and trying to figure out the logistics and how we're going to pull all that off. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, definitely with that drive through coffee, I'm pretty sure we're not going to do nothing like the West Coast does with their uh, baristas. But No. But oh, yeah. still. Oh, never mind. She said, yes, she'll do it. All right. So we're bringing uh, bikini baristas to the East Coast. Fuck yeah. I mean, we, we, we did say we were not going to keep this PG, so we do have some retirement gifts in, in mind for her when uh, when she finally does get authorization to punch that clock because she's been trying at least three different times, but that damn mission critical thing is just oh, yeah. really messing everybody up. But Oof. yeah, um, uh, you know, $7,000 can do a lot of things. Hey, and Atari, I do have <laughs> a, a uh, NLMP bikini uh baby mama has one in her possession right now so we we could end up having that happen for sure the hbic just said bring it she's on it we'll, we'll make this happen so fuck yeah <laughs> all right so and then uh, um well al said you need to wear a bikini too but look i i will put on a set of uh, ranger panties and mm-hmm. i mean look we're, we're equal opportunity around here so fuck yeah I got a bit we, of a dad bod going on right now because of the pregnancy. So yeah, I'm just a few months behind her on the belly. So, <laughs> well, I happen to know a guy who was asking about, yeah, Ranger panties, silkies. Okay. On, so what they are is, um, very short, short silk, uh, physical training pants, uh, or, sh- yeah. or they're not even pants. They're, that's yeah, they're why they're called panties. panties. Um, they're the equivalent to female boy shorts or, yes. or booty uh, shorts. yeah, booty shorts that, that is, but they are for men. <laughs> they so, are. Yeah. Um, Ranger panties. A lot of your Marines wear silkies or they're considered silkies. So they're very short, short. Like if, if you bend the wrong way with, while stretching, you're going to pop a nut somewhere. Yep. Yep. And you, if you cut the liner out, it's over. Yeah. It's absolutely Amazing. dropping balls somewhere. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, Bobby does wear short shorts. As a matter of fact, he trains in short shorts every day. Oh, because yeah. Because there is, there is no other way to train. Well, I mean, unless, unless you're. Unless you skip leg day. Yeah. 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 I, I think I. Uh, I'm one of those uh, what what would the army and uh, military call broke dicks because the army broke me a couple years back. <laughs> so that, no, no, I I understand that one completely. So, but um, that's another reason why I have the dad butt I do. <laughs> I've been there, man. Four knee surgeries. I yeah. I think I the only it. reason why I don't have a surgery yet is because I I'm just too stupid to go in and let them touch me. Cause no, I, I would highly recommend that because it makes it a whole lot easier on the back end when you go for those VA benefits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because right now I'm only getting a total. Oh, look look at this. The HBIC is coming through. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do we got? Coming, coming through. Hell, yeah. There you go, owls. Those are Ranger the silkies. Panties. All two and a half inches of inseam right there. <laughs> yes, sir. That is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Fucking so I've got those. Love in, it. I've got them in black. I've got them in OD green. I've got them in American flag. We've got them in subdued flag. Yeah, we pretty much rock them around here all the time. Hell yeah! All right. So final question uh, to kind of wrap things up. Um, 
Do you have anything special going on either with your fitness group or the uh, Warrior Axe brand? Uh, as far as the Warrior Axe brand is going right now, um, we're dabbling in the, I don't want to call it network marketing, but um, affiliates or, or uh, social media marketing platform. We've got a couple of people um you know, thanks to, to, to baby mama, she kicked a lot of this off as far as with the drinking bros and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. We've got some some people who were interested in, in doing some marketing for us that way. So that's one of the things that we're kind of starting to dabble into a little bit and, and spread our wings. Um, not as, as big news for everybody else, but it's kind of big news for us is we're changing up our packaging a little bit. So Ooh. that that packaging that you have right there we're actually going to end up going away from that and going towards a more traditional coffee bag, but it's still a resealable coffee bag. So it's got uh, the Ziploc top to it after you open it up. So you can still reseal it, still keep that flavor in there, but it's going to have a vent in it, which is going to allow uh, for better flavor, mm -hmm. uh, which is something that we don't have with, with the packaging that we're using right now. Yeah, because um, kind of like some other things like with whiskey or alcohol, as it uh, sits, it ferments in itself, allowing for a better taste. Right, right. Um, and the, what that one-way valve does is it allows um, some of that oxygen to escape. So uh, while still keeping inside what we want to keep inside. And then from the fitness side of things, uh, I mean, really, that's a that could be a whole other podcast if we wanted to go down that road. But that is the other half of the business. And that, that is something that I'm extremely, extremely passionate about. I know um, the HBIC is as well. The, in our lines of work and the, and the backgrounds that we come from, uh, there's a scary statistic out there as far as, uh, let's just talk about law enforcement officers in general. Anybody who makes it to a 25-year retirement in law enforcement, typically their lifespan is only to 59 years of age. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of that comes down to, and, and we're seeing this a lot in on the military side now as well, but a lot of that comes down to because we're so used to being in this structured lifestyle up until the time we retire. And then when we make that transition, we lose a lot of that. You'll see, and for anybody on here who's listening, who, who served and went through that, you know what happens. You get out. You're not obligated to show up to PT anymore. You don't have your yearly PT test. You don't have those things. So you kind of take this deep breath and relax. And then a year down the road, you're trying to figure out where 50 pounds came from. Um, so one of the things that we, we really like to preach on, on the fitness side is we're not, if somebody out there is looking to be a, a competitive athlete, as far as uh, physique shows, bodybuilding shows, things like that, that's not where our passion lies. Even though I used to compete as a bodybuilder, um, our passion lies in functional fitness. We want to take, people who want to be um or who, who come from that background or who are looking to improve their what we call play life mm -hmm. um and what your play life is is that's anything that you like to do whether that's gaming whether that's reading whether that's playing golf whether that's going out and shooting guns or it's hunting we want to make sure that we can extend that play life for as long as we possibly can and that's where our training programs come into play uh we go through functional movements. Uh, we want to keep you moving. We want to 
keep you playing with your kids. We want to keep you doing whatever it is that you're doing, but we want to do that in a healthy fashion, but not, not to the point that physique competitors go through. Um, actually competing in the physique side of things is probably one of the most unhealthy things you can do. Oh yeah. It, 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 it's right up there with morbid obesity when it comes. And I, and I'll tell you that from personal experience and I competed on the natural side. So not even all of the anabolics that go into things, um, as far as PEDs are concerned, I was competing on the natural side and the hell that plays on your body, trying to get your body fat as low as you need to in order to step on stage and then maintain that. And then the mind fuck that takes place after that is completely, completely unhealthy for most people. And that's why bodybuilders are killing over dead from heart attacks at 50 years old. Your body's just not meant to sustain those kinds of things. So we, we take a different approach to that. And again, it's all about the play life. It's all about having a functional nutritional plan something that's not ultra restrictive. It allows you to enjoy those things. You can still eat pizza. You can still eat burgers. You can still eat wings. We just teach you portion control, how to, how to maintain or, or understand how much it is that you're actually eating so that you're not consuming more calories than you're burning. So you're not going down that road. You can still drink beer and things like that as far as our nutritional plans are concerned. We want you, we, we don't use the word diet. We use nutrition. Yeah, We diet. don't exercise, we train. Diet uh, is a terrible word that people need to is. get out of their fucking heads. I agree. A diet has an, a beginning date and an end date. That's not what we teach. We teach functional nutrition so that you can make, sustain this throughout the rest of your life. So um, and that, that's, that's really where the fitness side comes through. We offer all kinds of different tiers on that. If somebody is ever interested, they can reach out to this. Uh, most of what we do is um, is a virtual experience. For those in the area, we also do some one-on-one -on -one stuff, and we have some we have some things on the horizon as far as as one-to-one -one training is concerned that I think can be game changers. We're not going to give too much information on that mm -hmm. yet because it's it's still very much in the infancy stage. Uh, but it, it would certainly be a game changer for anything around here and, and really give people an opportunity to to achieve those goals in a, in a very timely fashion. So nice. So that's, that's kind of where we're where we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, I was like you said, lifestyle. That's exactly what we're talking about. Actually, yeah, I was at, um, talking. I was thinking about this in my head. Al's actually just put it into words is maybe we can uh, add coincide with each other in trying to maybe come up with a plan for gamers as streamers or someone who tries to make their living behind these monitors and i know from personal experience dealing with the military that sitting all this time and not having those rising uh tables sitting is detrimental to your health plus the eating habits that we as gamers with um high caffeinated drinks all the time i know that they're pushing those healthier alternatives with gamer fuel is what they call it but um sneak even rogue rogue energy which is a very a, um it's not a sugar-based energy drink it's a powder that has supplements in it but also other things like that but maybe adding those to a workout regimen or some type of functioning uh plan that we can actually try to put together for gamers and maybe help distribute that 
in a package deal that you could um, probably yeah, host. No, absolutely. And I'll break it down super simple for anybody listening who watches or picks up on this after the fact, guys. We have four tenants. That, that, that's that's what we teach, and that's why it's lifestyle and that's function. We're going to prioritize movement. You got to get up. You got to move around a little bit because exactly to your point, sitting in these chairs, the human body was not designed to do, and that's not just gamers. Mm-hmm. That's just the way society has gone in general. Office. We work. have gone a lot away from blue collar manual labor. We don't farm anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't have a family farm anymore and, and and live. You have to have major corporate farms. Well, guess what they're doing in those? Sitting. They're sitting. Right. They're operating machinery. Um, now you still throw some hay bales and look back in my yeah. day, I can throw some hay bales, but. Uh, you know, whether it's, it's the technology sector or whether it's human resources or whatever that is, what we have to start getting back to is prioritizing movement and movement is nothing more than that. Getting up in an erect position and walking. That's as simple as movement has to be. Okay. Seven to 10,000 steps a day. That's what we talk about when we talk about prioritizing movement and then resistance training is just an addition to that. Um, you need to hit your daily calorie goal. We calculate that for you. So you know how many calories you're supposed to be taking in to sustain your basic living functions. Nice. So yeah, and and it's a simple process for me to calculate for you. We're then going to take a look at your protein. Protein is the basis for all of your cellular Mm. function. This is what it's it's all about uh, recovery, and it's all about getting complete proteins. I'm not talking about going out and eating 87 chicken breasts a day. No, there's a whole lot of other ways to go about doing that. And we break down some of that and then drinking water. Yeah. Um, ounces of water a day for the average adult. Those four things right there. Hit your water goal, hit your protein goal, hit your calorie goal, prioritize movement. Boom. Yeah. So one thing that I kind of changed in my diet, like I don't eat, I don't eat breakfast mainly. Um, and okay. I know that's not always a great thing, but um, because my metabolism has slowed in recent years, I'm trying to pick that up by eating more in the morning times as well and not so much in heavy foods in the evenings. Um, but you want me to blow you want me to blow your mind? Okay. You ready for this? Please. Okay. Does't matter what time you eat? Oh yeah, absolutely. makes, makes no fucking difference. Yeah. Your body does not differentiate. Guess what? You can eat carbs at night before you go to bed. Yeah. That does not make you fat. It's all about, am I eating more calories than I'm burning? Yes. That's it. Okay. But um, um, like, I, like I was trying to say, as far as my protein intake, usually up until lunch is something as simple as a peanut butter and honey sandwich. Mm-hmm. And having the sweetness, the natural sweetness of the honey, raw honey, and of course the higher protein of peanut butter um i know that because of my body and my body type which understand and correct me if i'm wrong bobby but it depends on your body type and what kind of foods and nutrients you put in nutrition for the most part there is no one size fits all process to that it's very much a hit or miss product uh, uh process there are there are certain tenants that are pretty much universal there are some outliers and there's some freaks of nature but uh for the most part the the oh yeah somebody already all right way to go al's throwing a link in there right off the bat hey that's the co-host for you yeah i tell you she's on it Uh, but for the most part right that's why we individualize nutrition plans to people uh because and it's it's as simple as this not only does body type play into that or 
and I'm you want to really geek out of this and we can nerd really, really down on it. Your ancestral history will play into this. Oh yeah. Your, your primary fine, uh, ancestral history. You said earlier is British Isles, uh, Ireland, Wales, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take a look at what the people traditionally ate there, the human body has not um, evolved that much no. over the last hundred years, three thousand so. years. Okay, yeah. Um, those kinds of foods are the foods your body's going to digest the best. For me, coming from Scandinavia, which is where ninety-nine percent of my ancestral history comes from, um, I know right off the bat animal meats. I process animal meats very, very well. When it mm-hmm. comes to breads and and things like that, my body does not digest those very well. Yeah, They lead to a lot of inflammation within my body, within my joints. They lead, lead, lead to gut health issues. But potatoes, root vegetables, things mm-hmm. like that, my body processes those very, very well. So when we start that, and that's one of those things that we delve into um, and it, I am not one of those guys where you're going to call me up. I'm going to give you a training program and go, go have fun. Uh, we do weekly check-ins. These are things that we're constantly doing in assessments. We're making adjustments. All of those things are, are things that we are going to constantly be taking a look at. And we're going to take one thing out. And we're going to add one thing in. We're going to do this until we get it figured out for you. And then all of a sudden you're going to go, well, shit, that wasn't so complicated. Yeah. And, 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 and some of those those tenants, and I'm not giving away any trade secrets here, um, some of those those tenants that we preach, guys, when you go grocery shopping, stop going in the middle of the store. Oh, yeah. Stay on the outsides. Yeah. Go hit your meat department. Go hit your veggie department. Stay away from all of that processed crap that's in the middle. It's all full of omega-6s. That, and omega-6s aren't bad for you. It's just when our ratios get off. But all of that is going to lead to free radicals within your body. That's going to lead to inflammation within your body. And it throws off your hormones. And this this ball and avalanche just gets rolling. That's the problem we have in the United States. Everything we eat is processed. Mm-hmm. All that processed shit leads to inflammation in our bodies. It throws off our hormone levels. That's why we, we say we've got slow metabolism. We don't have slow metabolism. we got shit food. Yeah. Well, guess you shit in and shit out. That's why that's why we're lethargic. That's why we got to take afternoon naps. That's why we don't sleep well. That's why our stress levels and our cortisol levels are through the roof. That's where our high blood pressure comes from. Most of that, almost all of it can be attributed to processed foods. Yeah. And that's one of those things that we sit down and talk about. And we talk about healthy alternatives uh, that we can use. And, it, and like I said, I this is why I'm turning the coffee side over to her because that that's really where her passion is my passion is very strongly strongly on the on the fitness side because i was that cop i was the former collegiate athlete that became a police officer and i was in phenomenal shape when i became a police officer and a year into that sitting behind the steering wheel for 12 and a half hours shift, working nights eating crap food because there was nothing else available i became the obese cop mm-hmm who had trouble getting out of his car and it, it led to a host of other, other things. I mean, blood pressure through the roof. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm almost 45 now when I was in my mid thirties, I had a blood pressure somewhere around 155, 160 over 90. Oof. 
at 35. Yeah. And I just turned and 37. I, I'm, a, I'm a SWAT officer at this point. Oh, God I'm damn. I'm guy coming to save everybody else. And I've got a blood pressure through the roof, triglycerides through the roof. Um, all of those things from, from a healthy standpoint that you look at and you're like, this dude's a walking fucking heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when I started delving and I've been a personal trainer for 17 years. Um, so it's not like I didn't know what, what was going on, but it's, it's just that simple to, to slip down that slope. And it, it just, it goes quick once you get into it. So that's where my passion lies is that just by making some of those changes, I never had to get on high blood pressure medicine because I changed my nutritional program. Um, I stopped eating a lot of processed foods and I now eat a lot of whole foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, my blood pressure is now that on any given day, 118, 120 over 80. Nice. Without blood pressure medicine, I weigh the same. I'm still 205 pounds. It's wow. just a different 200. It's the 205 pounds I played college football at. Not the 205 pounds sitting behind the steering wheel that I was. And see, um, it's funny you mentioned that particular weight because that was my max weight at one point. But it was due to um, me going in the opposite direction after a very traumatic incident where I lost both my parents within three months of each other. Um, And I I hit the gym real hard. I was active our active guard again doing military funerals. So I had a reason to hit the gym, particularly Mm -hmm. because of lifting dead bodies all the time. But, um, but I ended up, uh, 205 was my max weight and I sustained that probably for good. Uh, I want to say three and a half months, but that was when my metabolism was a lot higher. So if I didn't eat, I, my body ate that muscle mass and, Mm -hmm. uh, but I sustained it for about two and a half, three months. And I was huge, like 18 inch arms. Um, I think the thickest my neck was was between 17 and 18 inches at one point and well you can see i don't have one anymore yeah mine's mine's gone but i mean it was it was absolutely surprising that me when my highest weight all throughout high school and um my first adulthood was max 135 and i jumped up to 205 in the matter of i think it was about six to eight months of consistent working out. And I mean, I was at a point where I was vertically leg pressing almost 1100 pounds mm-hmm. and I couldn't even bench press that much or anywhere near that. I think my max bench was like five, but I was working out and I granted I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle, but I was counter reacting the negative crap that I was putting in my body. Cause I was moving. Like you said, moving is essential yeah. Um, that, that movement is life. And that, that application goes to a lot of things um, from, from a military background or military tactical standpoint, movement is life, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not shooting, you're moving. If yeah. you're not shooting and moving, you're reloading. Yeah, absolutely. Movement is life. Um, our bodies, our bodies are designed to move. And when we sit in a chair and when we live the sedentary lifestyles that we become accustomed to through technological advances and all the things that have come with modern society um that that's not what our bodies were adapted to do that's not how they thrive that's why we have lower back pain that's why we have knee pain that's why we have all of those things the shoulders the neck all that stuff from being hunched over uh we can we can counteract that by doing 30 to 45 minutes 
of physical exercise and movement a day and not have to worry about all those things. There's, there's no need for anybody to go spend three hours in a gym. If you're spending three hours in the gym, for one, you don't know what you're doing. For two, you're talking entirely too much. Uh, there's just, there's, there's no need for that. Or too many selfies. Uh, right. I mean, I look, I can't, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'm one of those guys. My, my entire business is based around those, but even yeah. me doing that, I'm still in and out in 30 to 45 minutes on a workout. And that's warm up workout, um, and cool down in mm-hmm. and out. Yeah. So. Well, um, we are getting very close to the two hour recorded mark. So what we're going to do is, um, we want to, uh, go about ending things. So Bobby, sure. if you want to uh, go ahead and plug yourself everywhere, anybody can find you that you're willing to share. And you can, yeah, I'll, I'll give them all to you. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can find me at Bobby Allman. That's A L L M A N N two A's, two L's, two N's uh, on the coffee side, warrior X coffee co on Facebook instagram and on tiktok as far as websites are concerned the coffee websites www.warrioraxcoffee.com you can go on there place all your orders and we can get that stuff over to you from the fitness side if that's something that you're interested interested in you can hit me on any of those social media platforms but you can also get me at my website on that one which is www.allfitsc for strength and conditioning.com and I'd be more than happy to set up a free consultation to, with you. We can sit down. We can talk. Um, well, I say sit down. We can do that virtually or we can do that in person, depending on where you're at. And we will um, we'll have a conversation and make sure that we're going to get you going in the right direction. Uh, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not a trainer for everybody. I'm very intense in what I do um, and, and what I expect. But if I am not the right fit for you, I will tell you that right off the bat. And I have an entire network of people that I, I'll get you with the right person. I mean, you know, the pit bull just said the same thing. So, mm-hmm. And also, since we got him here on Discord, he is in the Madhouse Discord, guys. Um, we will make sure that... Uh, Please understand he is still new to Discord, so he doesn't we're oh, still yeah. we're still learning him on the ways of the Discord. Uh, but he is here. So if you want to reach out to him, feel free on Discord. It works just like any other messenger as well as, as all the gaming community is aware of. Um, but we will make sure that he gets the information. Um, also with that, if uh, w- when we sit down with him outside or off stream, we'll try to work a uh, gaming regimen out like he'll We'll talk about what typically goes on with the streaming lifestyle and outside of a regular nine to five, because that's completely different as well. But the I'll give him my uh, life and what goes on with me, and we'll try to work a regimen around me, and then we can help figure out translating that to other gamers and streamers. And hopefully at one day offer that up um, as, a, as an option. So I love it. Um, Yes, thank you again, Bobby and uh, wife. H, what was it? HBIC. The HBIC. That's right. Yeah. So thank you both for uh, making an appearance, but also Bobby, thank you for sitting down with us again after such a short notice. I do appreciate it, and we can um, definitely uh, get something even further more going for not only the gaming community but for any podcast uh, listeners out there that uh, are just curious about coffee, about 
uh, fitness, we can definitely integrate that into future episodes as well. Uh, I was yelling at the dog. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But also, again, remember, we are pushing it back one more week. So you have seven more days, everybody listening out there in Twitchlandica um, or in the viewers here on Twitch. Also, if you are listening uh, on the podcast side, so let's see, according to the calendar date, um, it will be the 16th of March, uh, 2022, is when we will be doing the giveaway on our Twitch channel, which is the Madhouse Podcast on Twitch. So you can find us at HTTPS www.twitch.tv backslash the Madhouse Podcast. We will be giving away a pound of coffee of dark roast from Warrior X Coffee for free. Shipping, handling, all of that will be free. The only stipulation is that you have to follow three channels on Twitch. That is the Madhouse Podcast, my channel, which is NLMP, and my co-host Owls, who is Owls are a hoot 92, all on Twitch. Follow all three of those and you have a free entry. You just have to be present uh, when we do the drawing at the end of the live recording on the 16th of March. Um, Other than that, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you again to our sponsor who is sitting here with us and had a wonderful chat. Uh, We got off on some wonderful tangents about coffee and about (laughs) fitness. Um, But please make sure that you follow the chaos live here on Twitch. Like I said, that is the Madhouse podcast where we record live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And we host our host for the audio side of this is Red Circle. Red Circle is a wonderful distribution company that allows us to get everything out and distribute to different platforms such as Spotify, uh, Radio Public, iTunes, or the uh, Apple Podcast Network, Google Podcast, um, and the Stitcher is also one of our new distributions. And hopefully here in the future, we can also use Red Circle to distribute a video version of the podcast to YouTube um, outside of just editing and posting on a personal channel. So make sure you uh, share, like, and subscribe. Again, you can um, currently subscribe to us, helping us out, and hopefully we will have some lovely exclusives Uh, for reoccurring subs through Red Circle. You can also donate to the podcast through Red Circle, and it can be of any amount, down to the lowest dollar or up to whatever you choose. Um, That will always help out the podcast and allow us to make further networking deals, not just with uh, Warrior Axe Coffee or All Fit SC, but also other industries, maybe even some gaming stuff, gaming chairs. The absolute mind is limitless when it comes to this kind of thing. So with your help, we can make this better for you as our listeners and our viewers here on Twitch. (sighs) Anyway, you can also find us here or find us on Twitter. And the handle for that is MHP group therapy. Um, I don't know how active Bobby and his wife are on Twitter, though they do have a Twitter page. It is Axe coffee at on Twitter from what I've seen. Yeah, I haven't been on there in I don't know how long. Yeah, so we 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 uh we definitely um tag you in a few or I tag you in a th- few things cuz Al's doesn't do anything on Twitter either. But um <laughs> well, we appreciate it. 
But if you have any suggestions or any um, questions that you want to ask from our podcast episodes, please reach out on Twitter. It's the fastest and easiest outside of Discord. And you can use the hashtag MHP Group Therapy. It's the same thing as our handle. Or you can just add us and we can get those and I can try to respond as soon as I am able because I do have a regular 9 to 5 as well outside of streaming on my own channel. But uh, again, thank you, Bobby. And HBIC for uh, the wonderful work that y'all do and all the foundations. Um, Gary Sinise using now locally, if I wrote this down correct, again, is Big Red Barn Retreat, which is also a portion of the Gary Sinise Foundation here in South Carolina. Yes? You are correct. You got it. And then, of course, St. Baldwick's, who um, primarily is dealing with childhood cancer or cancer research in... um, helping uh, children with cancers of all types, but also with the Gary Sinise Foundation and Red Barn Retreat helps veterans, first responders, both military, LEO, and fire, or any other type of first responder that you have encountered. So anything that they're dealing with, whether it be post-traumatic stress, um, injury, dealing with the job, so they help out with those factions and getting people the help they need. So they That's one of the reasons why I don't ask them for any type of discount for their sponsorship to our listeners or viewers because they put uh, portions of their proceeds towards these foundations, which is fucking awesome. (sighs) Wow, that was a lot. I don't know how Owls does that every (laughs) week. She is phenomenal at that. That's why I let her do this. I don't blame it. But... um, But yeah, thank you again, Bobby. It has been a absolute pleasure, and I hope that we can definitely get together a lot more and work out some fun stuff and maybe even get some collaborations on merch and everything going. I love it. Let's talk. We'll get together here soon, and we'll do that. So um, I absolutely appreciate you having me on here, and I look forward to coming back. Awesome.